Good morning, everybody. This is the much-anticipated return of Alleyway Chats. Season two. Season Here two. We go. And Fuck, it's hot. In, in, yeah, I almost missed the uh, winter mornings. It was two men, one alley, in true style to kick things off. I'm sitting now with Zach Littlin, who is the head of sport and part business owner of Inspire Health Services. Um, now, we're here to talk through sorting value in the ocean of information, especially on social media, um, who to follow, what to follow, the different opinions, how to sort value. Uh, now, Zach, I understand you had a was a presentation at a football club yesterday. Um, well, not a football club, at FC11, which is a, an RTO-style organisation that deals in diploma of fitnesses. And there was just a, a really good question uh, brought up by one of the students, and it might have been one of the the people hosting. I can't, I can't actually remember who asked it. Around who do you who do you follow and how do you upskill yourself? And it led to just a really interesting conversation because for me personally. Um, I'm not much of a, uh, a person to, to, to read a lot of information. I don't retain information by reading. I'm a very visual learner. So when it comes to understanding how to how to develop myself from a skill set point of view, I probably rely more heavily on things like social media and YouTube. And it kind of just took us down an interesting discussion path about social media and um, the influence social media can have, positive and negative. And one of the questions was, who do you follow versus who don't you follow? And um, I didn't really have a fixed answer at all on it but it opened up a really good conversation path <laughs> and it's a difficult thing to manage when you've got so many points of information coming through you know on any given day with someone who's got on average four or five hundred friends um you've got thousands of pieces of information that facebook is ordering in an algorithm and putting to you based on what you think or what it thinks you want and what your interests are so there is so much to sort through um what are your metrics in terms of looking at value so when you you, know, you sit down your computer and you're like okay you know, I want to do some research it's a period of upskill do you actively seek it out or do you have referral sources that you trust and you get stuff from there how do you do it I probably have five to six different sites uh, or sources let's use sources that I'll look at probably on a daily basis just to kind of check up if there's anything new or anything different and as I said they're all very visual platforms um, I'm a something I've never been able to get away from I'm just a huge believer if the person um, that is trying to upskill you professionally has never done themselves what they're trying to upskill you on that they're not necessarily worth listening to. Um, I just think, especially in our field, and I, I'm sure this applies to most fields, but obviously I speak to my field only because I don't really have any information about any other fields. So much of the uh, the element of um, success is based around practical application. So, and it's the reason why I, I, I take all theory that I read with a grain of salt. When, even when we talk research papers, just to be clear, I'm not saying research papers don't have a place. They 100% have a place. But the way that people use and interpret that information is usually pretty average, especially for guys coming out of university. But for even guys that are outside of university, there has to be a healthy mix of practical application with good uh, quality research study as well. Yeah, okay. And... Um in terms of just your, your metrics for looking at that stuff, so you've got five or six different pieces of information based on, purely outside of your existing knowledge. On any given day, you can have five or six different pieces of information saying, talking about the same thing, saying totally different things. You know, the world can be so polarizing in its opinions and its presentations on you know, any given aspect, let alone um, just fitness. So what are your, I guess, your metrics for assessing the value of all these polarizing things um, if they don't come from a trusted referral source. So, you know, you might go to a particular website every single day and get value from that, but you're rolling through your Facebook and you see 20 positions on one thing. What do you do about it? Um, one of my metrics is actually usually the person has to be non-polarizing in the way they go they, they go about it. And look, there's a lot of very polarizing, char- or 
perceptually polarizing characters that pop up on social media but when you actually listen to them and you kind of take pay attention to what they're doing they're not actually that polarizing um they have their opinion but they're also very much um someone who will listen to what other people put forward as well uh, if we just look at just go from a purely technical perspective from getting performance out of people and performance out of programming there's so many different ways to go about it you can be exceptionally passionate about the way that you go about it but also acknowledge that hey if there's other ways to go about it that other people get results at the end of the day who really gives a shit how you get the result it's about getting the result that is the most valuable thing so i guess one of the probably the most important metric that i use is the person cannot be polarizing or closed off to other ideas and a lot of you really really good guys in any industry in the world are that kind of people anyone who is continually polarizing in what they post or anyone who is continually ramming home one corner of science is the only answer to problems i think is very closed-minded and in my opinion they're not someone that i really pay a lot of attention to um so yeah i guess uh, the non-polarizing characters that uh, are willing to to open up and, and know that they might not always be right but know that they don't really care because they know how to get a result with the way they go about things I suppose social media is a massive part of that because it opens up such a, a greater dialogue between consumer and, and poster. Um, if we've got you know 1.2 billion people using Facebook monthly, if you've got 700 million people on you know on Instagram, what do you think about that? You know, you said you're a visual learner, but you know a lot of stuff. This stuff of value comes from research. It comes from you know, text-based academics. Um, what are your thoughts on using social media as a tool for reaching the masses? Really the only, it's as far as a tool to reach an audience it's really the only tool there is now um, every other form of media will slowly diminish in the impact that it has I mean fuck you walk down the street you look at every single person you walk past I mean what's everyone doing everyone's got their head buried down in their phone like it is the most consumed resource going around on earth at the moment and it's only going to get worse or well, it's only going to get better or worse than <laughs> well, yeah let's go better whatever the term you want to use it's only going to become more prevalent um, as, as we grow and as as the world expands and as technology expands. So I don't really have an opinion, positive or negative, I guess. Like, it is what it is. Um, but, but I think if you're not on it, you'll you'll be startlingly left behind because as it evolves, you're going to have to catch up. And if you kind of miss the jump... And, you know, fuck, we were really late to the party. Um, there's a lot, a lot of people have been uh, in this for five, six, seven years now. And we've only really kicked it up in the last 12 months. So, you know, for many respects, us just starting, you know, with yourself with our own media branch like we're we're late we're really late to the party on this whole thing so anyone who hasn't started now i just think it's going to be very difficult moving forward of finding avenues to uh, be able to get your message out there to people mm. um and you mentioned you had four or five people you check regularly before can you actually physically list them for me yeah um i i like to keep an eye on um well live 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 guys it's, uh, we're back <laughs> this is how you know it's yeah, real we're back. it's real it's raw um, I'm a big fan of Brett Bartholomew. Brett, Brett, Brett Bartholomew was a coach, posts a lot of really good stuff, a lot of really intelligent stuff. So I, I do spend a lot of time checking up on him. Uh, I check up on some really weird left field stuff as well, like some really non-conventional stuff. Like um, I, I guarantee you'll get comments on this, but um, whatever anyone thinks about functional patterns as a brand, take away all the bullshit and just take the small snippets of stuff that he actually says. Yeah, the dude's incredibly intelligent. He's just an asshole. Um, and it's hard. To, <laughs> I think it, I know what's coming here. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just hard to be so polarizing and have people want to listen to you when you're maybe maybe paint yourself in that light. But the actual information that he delivers on programming 
he's actually fucking really, really good. And we have used a lot of his stuff in small doses, not as the only dose, in small doses of what we do every single day. So um, from a uh, performance point of view, I reckon, I reckon he's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy for him. Um, I've always just started looking at just really left field stuff for me, like just exploring different thought processes. Like uh, I know Edo Portal obviously got a big rap with the whole Conor McGregor thing and he's attaching himself to Conor a little bit. But either way... He just thinks so different. He just intrigues me. So I spent a lot of time looking at Ito as well. Um, from a training point of view, then you just go through your regulars with your normal programming stuff. Um, YLM Sports Science on Instagram is a fantastic page, and it's a fantastic page purely because it's very um, easily digestible information based off scientific studies. But, like, I'm a crayon guy. Everyone gives me shit about it all the time. But they actually draw things out with really big pictures and make it very simple. So it works for me really well. Draw big circles for you. Fucking big circles and everything. And it works really well. So YLM Science, I'm a huge fan uh, of those guys. Um, And also, he's obviously a very polarizing character down in Melbourne. But, uh, mate, Christian Woodford's actual, actual knowledge of training is fucking outstanding. Like whether you, whether you like the way he goes about it or not, I, who gives a shit? As we said, the point is what what can you learn off? Um, a lot of his stuff around it's it's very it's very simple in his approach, which again I find um, when I was when I'm trying to learn everything really effective. Um, the message is really clear. It comes from a good scientific base. Well, the dude's also got a track record himself of being able to train people really well. So, you know, every now and then you check up his page, see what he's doing, and you get some fucking fantastic information off that. So uh, when you take away all the personalities associated with it, there's so many good guys out there that deliver really good messages. You just got to find what works for you. All right. No, that's good. Uh, Thanks for those tips on those pages you follow, Zach. That's good. I'm sure people who listen to this will get some value from being able to check in with them. Obviously, what Zach forgot to mention is stay tuned on the Inspire page as well, uh, because we have (laughs) a whole host of superb media going out. (laughs) Case in point, what we're currently doing. Um, That's all I have for Zach today in terms of talking about just navigating the minefield of knowledge that's on social media. Zach, do you have any closing points? Oh, no. At the end of the day, the answer I gave to the question yesterday was who do you follow? Who don't you follow? I don't know. Follow whoever the fuck you want. Don't follow whoever you don't want. Um, it's probably the easiest way to go about it. That's all-encompassing or encompassing nothing adds there. Thanks, Zach. <laughs> good to be back. Yeah, good to be back. See you guys. Thank you.